The views and opinions expressed on Analyze This are entirely those of the on-air participants and do not reflect those of the station's board, management, staff, or underwriters. Monday morning, and welcome to another week of Analyze This here on your NPR station in the U.S. Virgin Islands, WTJXFM, with yours truly, Neville James. Beautiful day in paradise. It really is. It's partly cloudy. Uh, upper 70s when I went heading up the road uh, this morning, which is nice. And of course, this is State of the Territory Day, State of the Territory Week. Governor going to give us. Uh, sixth State of the Territory Address tonight, and you'll get all of that right here on Channel 12, uh, WTGX, uh, your uh, PBS uh, network here in the Virgin Islands. we got that coverage. Uh, I think it starts tonight about 6.30. The boss going to be here a little bit later uh, during the table talk uh, to give us the details and, and all the availabilities and all that good stuff. And then don't forget tomorrow, right? Right? First ever remote edition of analysis taking place on St. Thomas at the Delhi Deck tomorrow morning, right? So, uh, you know, it's an important week uh, here for uh, the show and uh, for uh, the station. Uh, we're going to um, link in with the weather service in a little bit to find out what's the deal for this week. Uh, and then, uh, you know, we're going to do what we got to do. Now, your boy, you know, I'm hurting. You know what I'm saying? Wow. You know, this time of year, you know, like, you know, January's NFL playoffs, you know what I'm saying? Wow. That one will be in full Saturday night. Green Bay Packers had the number one seed where we wanted them. And fourth quarter didn't pan out at all. At all. You know what I'm saying? And then, you know, the team that I got a soft spot for in the AFC, Buffalo Bills, they, they lost yesterday, too, to the defending champs, uh, Kansas City Chiefs. So, rough weekend, rough. But check this out. We're going to get back to that in a little bit. All right? We got the weather service uh, on the line. Good morning. Who am I speaking with? Um, Lee Ingalls. Lee Ingalls. How are you? I'm doing well. How about yourself? I'm doing very well. All that's is well. great. That's yeah. great. <laughs> is the weather uh, lovely in San Juan like it is here? Yeah. We have um, some party cloudy, but no shower activity so far. And that's what we can expect for the rest of the day. Uh, mostly clear to party cloudy skies. Minimal shower activities um, occurring right now over the local water, especially the Caribbean waters. But after that, a dry air mass is moving into the area, eroding all the moisture available, and that will continue to create the clear skies for the rest of the day. And uh, what about marine conditions? Well, marine conditions are not too pretty as the weather conditions. We had a, a combination with, uh, with the wind-driven seas and a northerly swell arriving to the island, and that is resulting in seas um, between uh, 5 and 6 in the morning, then increasing by this afternoon up to 7. And that will create choppy and hazardous marine conditions for the uh, small operation, small operators, uh, craft, you know, the boats, the small boats. 
And that's why we have, yeah, yeah. That's why we have a small craft advisory in effect starting from um, this afternoon, um, persisting all the way at least until 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 t- Thursday. And that's the same uh, for the rip current risk. We're we're expecting a high rip current risk for the U.S. Virgin Islands for tomorrow morning, starting at 6 a.m. and persisting for the whole day across both both of the islands. Small craft advisory for the next 72 hours? Yeah, exactly. And the small craft advisory is for the, all the waters, including the coastal areas because of the winds. We're expecting an increase in the winds, um, becoming 50 to 20 knots across the local um, waters. That's why uh, choppy uh, conditions are expected, and that in combination with the northeast swell that I mentioned before. Same thing with the rip currents? Next, yeah, se- next exactly. 72 hours? We're expecting the rip currents to stay mostly for the entire day tomorrow. And then, well, it will persist at least until until Friday and Saturday for St. Croix. St. Thomas probably will see um, improving conditions in the coastal areas by Friday. But we'll, we, we need to, uh, you know, see how the seas will uh, readdress during the day because we are basing all the current conditions on the, you know, model guidance. But as soon the the winds pick up during the day and the swell even arrives to the island, probably we will have more information and probably the rip currents can, you know, extend at some point during during the week. Okay. Um, so dry air mass um, is is in effect right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's going to remain that way for a while because you said no no precipitation for today. What about no, for, what about no, for the, what about so during the week? Same thing. No, for the week by midweek we are expecting that the uh, passage or the approach of a cold uh, frontal boundary moving into the into the region, and that will increase uh, the potential for shower activity, uh, especially by Wednesday into Thursday. Uh, shower activity is expected to affect mostly the northeastern sections of the island, especially um, Puerto Rico and St. Thomas, due to the due to the winds, because winds are going to um, change from the northeast. Well, today we have east northeast, but it, you know by by Wednesday, when the cold front moves into the area, they are going to be more northeast. Mm-hmm. And we're expecting the biggest shower activity for St. Thomas and St. Croix during between Wednesday evening into Thursday during the, the whole day on Thursday. After that, our conditions will improve a lot. Dry air will move and move again on, across the island, islands, and we're expecting um, dry and trend with windy conditions and colder temperatures because of the northeast winds across the, the region. Okay, so um, that's some good news. Looking for some, yeah, for some that's rain. Yeah, really good news because you guys, especially in St. Croix areas, has been, you know. Very dry. Very dry. Yeah, pretty so. warm the last few days. In, in, and even in San Juan, we have uh, warmer days. But, you know, conditions should improve in, in terms of temperature starting from today because we have a east-northeast wind flow. And, and we are expecting, as I mentioned before, a more northeast wind during the week. Okay. So, um, okay. Um, by the way, Mitch, say hi. <laughs> <laughs> Robert Mitchell, man. Tell him I yeah, said hi, he's man. Here. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's, that's good. Um, I, I was, uh, looking at the, at, at the, um, the festival schedule 
in, in Puerto Rico, as you know, you guys got a lot of municipalities and you have different festivals throughout the year, right? Yeah, yeah, we, we love to celebrate things yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> We yeah. recently have uh, La Fiesta de la Calle San Sebastián. Yes, the one in uh -huh. San Sebastián, yeah, that was, that was last week, right? Yeah, well, like, this weekend, the, the, the celebrities end yesterday. Yeah, yeah, there was the, yeah, and also we have another municipalities with the Fiestas Patronales. Basically, San Sebastián is another town in here in Puerto Rico in the west side. They also have the Fiestas Patronales. Ay bonito, a bunch of, of, of celebrities here. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. I, I thought I thought everybody celeb uh, celebrated Patronales at the same time, but one of your, uh, Carlos Anselmi, he, he told me that um, the different towns throughout the years when they hold uh, their Patronales and yeah. San Sebastián, uh, they had theirs this week. Right. Exactly. Yeah. San Sebastián is just at the end of the Christmas. It's like a complimentary celebration for Christmas, and that happens. The, I think it's the second week of January all the years. And as Carlos mentioned to you, yeah, we have uh, 78 municipalities in here, and each municipality have their own fiestas patronales, and it's basically uh, celebrating the patrono of the of the municipality. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah, a lot of a lot of festivities and everything. <laughs> yeah, the the um the the most popular one for Saint Croix is the one in Vieques, and that happens every July. A lot, oh, of, a, a, yeah, a, a lot of people from um, the Virgin Islands they head down to Vieques to participate. To participate. Yeah, in, in the patronales in, in Vieques. <laughs> That's so, great. Yeah, San Sebastian. Okay, good. Uh, thank you very much, Lee Ingalls. Nice talking to you and uh, um, Small Craft Advisory and uh, a Rip Current Advisory Beach Advisory for the next. 72 hours, right? Exactly. And increasing shower by Wednesday into Thursday. Increasing shower into Wednesday and Thursday. Thank you very much. Appreciate that. Okay. You Thank got you. It. Have a great day. Okay, you too. Good. Bye. Yeah, so, um, yep, uh, looking to get some rain in the middle of the week, which is good. And uh, uh, with the boulders and the beachgoers, uh, be careful uh, beginning this afternoon into Thursday, okay? It's going to be there for a while, so uh, keep an eye. Uh, and uh, don't forget to stay on top of the local news scene by tuning into the WTJX News Feed with Marcelina Ventura Douglas at 5 p.m. right here on WTJX FM 93.1, right, your NPR station uh, in the Virgin Islands. So like I was saying, you know, my last week I came here, I told you, don't be surprised if I don't see me next year around this time because the sports junkie that I am, I'd like to take a prolonged road trip and hit a lot of those uh, playoff games at some point, one year, you know. Uh, and uh, so this week we had four games, right? Which means we got four four winners, which means two more games next week before the Super Bowl, which I believe this year is on February 11th, all right? And uh, the of the four home teams, 3-1, the only home team that didn't win was the Buffalo Bills uh, yesterday. But going back to that Green Bay Packers game, right? Packers were the seventh seed, right? The last team to qualify in the NFC uh, conference. Uh, went into Dallas last weekend, played literally a perfect game for like three and a half quarters. Put up 48 points on the road. We head over to, to Frisco to play the number one seed. And here's the deal, right? When you're not the best team on paper or favored to win a game, you know what that means, right? Every opportunity you get, and this applies in sports, politics, all the different things, right? When 
the supposedly stronger right team or person right is off their game a little bit you go take advantage of it and there were way too many opportunities in the first half that the cheesehead team from Wisconsin didn't take advantage of in terms of scoring maximum points and at the end of the game they were leading by four field goal kicker miss a field goal that would have put them up by seven San Francisco get back the ball drove it right down the field scored seven points and a touchdown went up by three and then the quarterback threw an interception season over Bermuda Bahamas Cabo San Lucas the Virgin Islands all those uh, vacation destinations the travel agents working out there right now Okay, players gone, gone home, they gone fishing. As for the uh, for the Buffalo game, right, uh, where Kansas City, they are the defending champs, right? When you And the thing about these teams that win championships, they're like vampires, you know what I'm saying? When you got them down and you got it, you got a stake in your hand, you go, you go make sure you, you drive it in them. <clears throat> if you get them any opportunity late in the game, to win it, they're going to hurt you. As for Buffalo, they had the reverse scenario. They were down by three. They drove the ball all the way down to about the 30-yard line. Um, they stalled there. Feel, they need the field goal kicker to come in and uh, tie the game. I think the score was 27-24 to 24 at that point. Missed the field goal very wide right. And, of course, for those of you who don't know about White Wright, uh, one time the Buffalo Bills, the first time they were ever in the Super Bowl, they were playing against the New York Giants. And the last play of the game, they were down by one point, 20 to 19, and they needed a field goal. And their field goal kicker missed it wide right. And Buffalo went to the next three Super Bowls, and to date, they've never won a Super Bowl. So, um, when you got a jinx on you, Whoever it is, you know what I mean? Um, in, a, in, in, uh, in Haiti, they'll call it voodoo, right? In these parts, they'll call it obia, <laughs> right? In America, they'll call it the hex, you know what I mean? You go overcome that, my son of Buffalo. Yo, Buffalo has played Kansas City seven times since two, 2020. Four times in the regular season, three times in the playoff. They've beaten them the last three times they played in a regular season. And they have never beaten the Kansas City Chiefs in the playoffs. When you go, get over that hump. Get over it all, you know. Because they're going to keep weighing on you and weighing on you and weighing on you. And they finally got a game in Buffalo. The last five times they played, they played in Kansas City. Didn't make a difference, my son. So Patrick Mahomes goes on to play against the number one seed, the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, Baltimore handled business. They took care of uh, Houston on Saturday. And then um, San Francisco will host the Detroit Lions. They're our next one, too. They, they overcame a hump last week. The Detroit Lions hadn't won a playoff game in 32 years. Now they win two. They beat up on Tampa yesterday. Uh, so... Now, uh, they'll head out to San Francisco. 
So in both games, the one seed and the three seed are going to play in the championship games uh, Sunday uh, afternoon. And then the winner of those games will be in Super Bowl. Let me see. This is... Uh, this is... Let me see. If Super Bowl three was in 1969, and that was 54 years ago, Super Bowl 57. Yep, Super Bowl 57. So I guess that's an L, a V, and two I's, right? The L is 50, I believe, right? Let me see. I'm gonna make sure I get this right. Right, go on. Make sure we know what we're talking about, yeah. Right, I believe it's a L, a V, and two I's, Roman numerals. Right, I know, I know, Doc School go have a feel there. Yeah, Super Bowl. Uh, on a fifty-eight, Mister. No, it can't be fifty-eight. Hmm. Hold on there. I'm trying to make sure. They got this, sir. Super Bowl fifty-seven. Uh, was we say twenty four, Super Bowl fifty seven was was last year. Yes, yeah, so I guess this is Super Bowl fifty eight then. Okay, I'm trying to think. Sixty nine of yes, correct, 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 correct. If sixty nine was three, and this is fifty, this is twenty twenty four. Right. That's 55 more years, so Super Bowl 58, so L-V-I-I-I, there we go. So, yeah, that's correct. That's correct. So, Super Bowl 58, right, coming up uh, this year, and I believe the game is in Vegas this year for the first time ever. So, Super Bowl 58 taking place this year uh, in uh, uh, Allegiant Stadium uh, in Nevada. Okay, and that's February 11, 2024, which is 20 days uh, from today. So, we'll take a break. When we come back, we get the boys on. Australian Open going on. I know Rocky didn't glee because Djokovic had a masterful performance on Saturday night, Sunday morning. Our time? Or, or no, Saturday night, late Saturday night, Saturday afternoon, Australia time. All right, so we'll take a break and be back right after this. Human beings have been making music for tens of thousands of years. It brings us together. It has the power to communicate emotions and ideas. It's a profound part of the human experience. Hear the stories behind the music you love and new music you might fall in love with. I'm Raina Duras. Join me for in-depth interviews with artists who are continuing that musical history on World Cafe. Weekdays at 10 p.m. on WTJX-FM 93.1. 
Opportunities at Bank of St. Croix. Bank of St. Croix offers CDs for education, homes, or vacations. Bank of St. Croix has two locations, one in Gallus Bay at 340-773-8500 and one in Peter's Rest at 340-713-8500. A penalty might be imposed for early withdrawal, new money only. Funds may not be transferred from existing Bank of St. Croix accounts to CDs. Rates subject to change at any time. Fees may reduce earnings and principal. www.bankofstcroix.com Member FDIC. On Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me, we are not afraid to stand up to the high and mighty like Jeff Bezos. He had that big <laughs> cowboy hat on. <laughs> he looked like, like a shrink ray had hit Garth Brooks. <laughs> I'm Peter Sagel. Join me as we speak truth to power, at least until power agrees to buy us out, on Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me from NPR. Saturdays at 1 p.m. and Sundays at 2 p.m. right here on WTJX FM 93.1, your NPR station in the Virgin Islands. He said that black smoke was constantly coming out of the burn pits 24-7. And my reaction to it was like, wow, that doesn't sound very safe. Wonder what that's about. And in my mind, I couldn't imagine at the time that type of system operating could potentially harm our service members. Journalism that seeks and reveals. That's On Point with me, Magna Chakrabarty. Weekdays at 1 p.m. on WTJX FM 93.1, your NPR station in the Virgin Islands. And we're back here at Analyze This. And uh, sorry about that, but uh, it appears to have been a little uh, technical issue that during the break, so hopefully we fix that. Uh, for the next break, so uh, one of my listeners called to ask me uh, who's my Super Bowl champ pick. I think the Ravens. Ravens are tough, and uh, they got a great running quarterback who could pass the ball in Lamar Jackson. But um, in order to beat a man, you got to beat the man. Uh, Patrick Patrick Mahomes, uh, since he became a starting quarterback in 2018, he's been the man. They've been to three out of the last four Super Bowls. He's, his team has always made it to at least the NFC, I mean the AFC championship run for the sixth year in a row. So you got to give them credit. Coming out of the um, the NFC, San Fran is a favorite. You know, they're number one seed, but this might be Detroit's year. And a little bit of revenge for Jared Goff, who was traded from the Rams uh, after the 2020 season, even though he led them to the Super Bowl in 2018. And he has a chance now uh, to redeem himself, so he'll head back out to the West Coast. Because uh, he played at Cal. He played at uh, University of California, and uh, the 49ers are right across the bay from that. So uh, we got Doc, Doc Skull uh, on the line, uh, the majority leader, the handle. I don't know if he got the ranking member with him. But uh, good morning, Mr. Majority Leader. What's up, man? How you doing? Mr. President, I'm doing well, giving thanks to my uh, ranking member in answering. He answering? Okay. Hopefully yeah, he'll, so hopefully he'll. He, he, I've been trying to call him to get in, but that's yeah. why I leave. Hopefully he'll link in, and I know um, Ronnie coming in for Doc Sass uh, in a little bit. Uh, how the weather over there, man? Because it's lovely over here. Weather is nice, man. Weather really, really good. i I loving it. Okay. And the ocean look nice. The ocean the, uh, look nice. Oh, that's right. You, you, that's right. You don't look at the Caribbean Sea. You look at the Atlantic Ocean. I keep forgetting I look at that. The Atlantic Ocean. Yeah. The Atlantic Ocean looks, looks really nice. Good. And then one of my um. I, I, I hear you talking about, 
for the football man, you know. That's your thing. That's your speed, so. So I co- I co- I come to you. Let, let me bring Ronnie. Let me bring him. In. One of my uh, my early early day mentors when I first got in the legislature, nineteen years ago in January of twenty twenty oh five. Ronnie Russell. Good morning. How are you, sir? Good morning, Neville. Good morning, Doc and Rocky and the wonderful audience that you know listen to you. Great show. Well, you're a part of it this morning, man. So we like that. You know. Uh, uh, how the how the weather over there? And the, the you're on the north side of Saint Croix, the ridge. How are you over there in the ridge? Yeah, it, it's beautiful as usual. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah. Look, <laughs> look. I I don't think uh, what's what's the population of uh, uh, America? Uh, about 330, 340 mil. I don't believe I would say about three hundred and twenty million people realize that paradise actually exists. Uh, under the American flag in the Virgin Islands, uh, Ronnie Russell. This time of year in particular. Absolutely. But, you know, it's year wrong. <laughs> just the only, the only thing is that they have a little rainy season and they got a, a dry season, but they don't, they don't fluctuate. Yeah. We're going to do some, some more deep marketing, go up in them places where uh, people don't even know we exist and get them down here to Sodico and right. Sodico Nova Guy. Dog school. Um, yeah, I think I think I think, uh, I think uh, the ranking member and just called. Oh, the ranking, ranking uh, member. But you know he wasn't gonna miss today, right? Because um, couple nights, a night and a half ago, um, Djokovic took advantage of a man. Um, the first two, the first two sets were six love, six love. So you know, Rocky won't miss in this show yet this morning. Uh, good morning, Mr. Ranking Member. How are you? Good morning, uh, Mr. President, and. Uh, Good morning to the seniors and all the president men and and the handle and to the people of Virgin Islands. That's right. You know this house. You so happy, song this man in ducks. He's just relax. Because man, man, man happy. The man, man happy like a lark. You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, but never let me no, tell no, you. No. Djokovic, Djokovic look undefeated, unbeaten. You know, and he like can't beat him, man. The boy. In the in the, in the first the in, the, in the first two matches he played, right? Yeah. Um, after two sets, both of them were one uh, one, and then he showed his class. But the other night there, he sent a message to the rest of the field that um, I'm getting I'm getting loose, so yeah. I'll be careful. <laughs> every day, every day, man, man, you, know, you know what I'm happy about? Hey, guys, you know what I'm happy about? That you finally have come home. You finally come home to the reality of life. The real deal. The goat. <laughs> That's what I'm happy about. No, no, no. Sometimes, some of us take a little longer to get there, you know? Hope. But, uh, Rocky. You get there. Rocky, I, ho- I hope he didn't peek on the ranks Saturday night. Or no. That's all I got to say. Okay? Okay. <laughs> That's all I got to say. Listen, Neville, Neville. Yeah. Hey, Rocky thinking, singing like the cool, you know, the daughters take a little longer to sight up the father. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Hey, hey, gentlemen, um, glad to have all of you on. And, hey, let's not forget, right, um, there's a young lady by the name of Coco Goff. She, she's, oh, play, she's playing like a, yeah. like, like a, com- not a machine, no, a computer. Okay, that's how she's playing. You know what I'm saying? So. Hey, listen. Yeah. No, no, sir. No, sir. No. no, man. The only she got to play Sabalenka in the semifinal. They beat Sabalenka. She home free. Yeah, yeah. She um, she playing Kostruk. No, but she got 
No, hold on no. a second. Hold, hold on a second. No. Hold on a second. The quarterfinals are set, right? Yeah. Um, Noskova playing Yastremska, and Yastremska is a qualifier, right? right? Yeah. Uh, right. Kalinskaya playing Zeng in another quarterfinal, right? Kostjak, yeah. Kostjak playing Coco Goff in one other quarterfinal. Yeah. Yeah. And then um, right. Krichkova playing Sabalenka in the other quarterfinal and then yeah. the four winners will advance to the the semifinals. I believe I believe the um we name set on I believe the quarterfinal set for the men too, you know. So I gotta I gotta find that. Um, well, listen, uh, yeah go ahead the, docs. The, the top of the the top of the order number one and number three gone home. Yeah 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 Switek Switek again knockout right Switek and, and Maka what's the name uh Radwanska. Radwanska, oh, yeah. They're they not home. Yeah, they... No, 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 no. Nah. They're they not home. You're talking about Iga. Yeah. yeah she's not home. Yeah. And look, yeah, and look, yeah. the, 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 the quarterfinals for the men's, they are set to, right? Djokovic playing Herkaz, right? In the quarterfinal. Remember they had a they had no. a they had a good match. In... No, no, no. No, 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 no. Djokovic, Djokovic playing Taylor Fritz. Fritz. Djokovic is playing Taylor Fritz, right? Herkaz is playing Medvedev, right? Skinner is playing Ru Skinner is playing Ru um Rublev and 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 Zverev Zverev is playing Alcatraz. So we got we got a nice quarterfinal. Um, the highest the highest remaining seed in the men's quarterfinals is the 12 seed Taylor Fritz. So it, it, these are all good matchups. In the quarterfinals for the for the Australian no, Open. Wait, 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 wait. No, you said it wrong, Mr. President. Not the highest remaining seed. The lowest remaining seed. One of them. No, no, the, the lowest remaining the, the seed highest. is Taylor Fritz okay. at twelve, all right, all right. right? The highest remaining yeah. seed is your good, Novak Djokovic, the number one, you know number that. one seed, you know right? That. I just want to make sure you and, correct and, it right. And, 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 and he playing, he playing Taylor Fritz uh, in the quarterfinals. That's tonight into tomorrow or tomorrow into Wednesday for yeah. us. Tomorrow, 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 right? You know he has beaten Taylor Fritz. You know he's beaten Taylor Fritz about eight times in a row. He's beaten a lot of people eight times in a row. You're telling me that. Singer is the one I, I watch in. I think Singer could, could take him. Now, let me tell you something, right? Let me tell you something, right? Uh, and I want to get Ronnie here because Ronnie is an international athlete, right? Um, when a man beats you, right, you looking forward to playing here again or no? And and Alcatraz look looking for a little bit of, a, a little bit of um Djokovic because Alcatraz been on that high Ronnie Russell winning the Wimbledon and then since then I don't think he's won a big tournament since then so you know he looking to bounce back Ronnie. Yeah, I I think I think they all gone in for him. <laughs> and, you know the, the truth is when you're down the top everybody got in for you. Everybody got in for you, right? Yes, sir. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, but but with Alcatraz situation, right? Remember now, uh, he and Djokovic were were supposed to, or they were one and two seeds in the U.S. Open, and Medvedev crashed the party and knocked out Alcatraz, right? Uh -huh. So, right. so, 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 so if, so if, I come to you. No, I want to correct something. Yeah. That's why we don't. That's why I don't call him Alcatraz. Okay. We we know we know his. We know, we know his. <laughs> yeah, um, uh, no, no, no. What, what rule am I violating, Mr. Ranking Member? 
your son. And his name his 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 name is Carlos Alcaraz, right? Right. Right. So you get Alcaraz like that because he went because no nah, because he be, because he beat Djokovic in Wimbledon and Wimbledon and, and Djokovic could not escape from Alcaraz, so we don't call him Alcaraz. Now I'm just I, I, now I'm just I'm just having Boy, I'm just having fun. You I, I, you know it is we always gotta grab for something when they ain't too much to grab for. You know what I mean? Well, 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 I went to Ohio State. Yeah, yeah. I gonna let you know that 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 we got a man from St. John who's the biggest trash talker in tennis, named Rocky Leibold. <laughs> for for uh, you for, know we do what? I know each other well, right? And 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 don't forget to yeah, know. We know each other well. Don't forget to know. Isaac Man raised up reading the Daily News and the Avis, and the name I used to see all the time was Vic Eberson playing tennis, right? In St. Thomas, yeah. right? Uh, yeah. I think the tennis court them down in sub base or something down there, right? Down in that area, right? Yeah. 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 yeah so, and and look, Rani, as a as an international athlete, these are the kind of um facilities that we need to build here this time of year for training and all that stuff. Rani Russell, man. I mean, we we we, we, we got ideal and weather for they, training this time uh, year round, like you said. Yeah, and the the issue is. Whether we have the fortitude to put, you know, the kind of money in sports development, because we have the not only the weather, we got great athletes coming out of the Virgin Islands with big names in mm -hmm. all the big big sports, you know. So we we need to uh, we need to capitalize on that. I I I got with Medvedev, the, the Russian. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Hey, hey, you know who I would, you know who I, you, Rocky, you know who I would like to see breakthrough. Yeah. You know, I'd like to see breakthrough. I'd like Ooh. to, I'd like to see Zverev breakthrough because he was, he was on the, on the cusp of breaking through, and then he had a bad ankle injury against Nadal right, in the right. French Open. So I'd like to see him right, breakthrough. But, right. but you got to, in order to be the man, you got to beat the man. And right now, the man is Djokovic. That's right. Uh, you know what I'm saying? That's right. So that's what it is. Hey, ja and Jamar, check this out. Yeah. Go ahead, go ahead, Iraqi. Yeah, but Neville, um, yeah, what I want to you just touched on something there that I, I've been watching for a while for us in, in the territory. We are on the verge of losing a lot of, um, what should I say, maybe potential big candidates because our system is not allowing these younger people, younger generation to get involved. For example, look at Little League softball, Little League ball. You know, you, right now they have trouble finding children to play in, in some of these schools, particularly in St. Thomas and Young District. Okay. The, the, yeah. You know, so what, what, what's really happening now is that a lot of the parents who used to be involved in the sport are not necessarily those parents that we have today. And so a lot of those drive to play those games um, have to come from the school system. The system now has to go back into intramural games and starting the school versus 
that school integrally. I mean, I, 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 I'm just telling about it because I, I heard a guy on the radio discussing they're looking for some athletes to play um, the league ball. But when they go, they can't find nobody. Well, well then, Rocky, that, mean, that, mean, that means that we need to, we need to talk with Calvert White and, and, and get him into the schools then, no, right? No, serious, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's because... a serious thing, really. It's not... Yeah. yeah, it's a serious thing. If you look at it, you see. But it's not that alone. We, we, we're talking about children into music. You know, um, a lot of the music isn't there no more. The, the old days of marching band and so is not there anymore. Um, those are a lot of little things that created a good feeling for young people. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but you know, it seems like we just moved towards our academic um, and, and, and all of these things that made us whole is no longer there. Well, well, and, and, and that's the, the kind of things we got to start n- looking at. No, but you bring up a good point. Docs, you wanted to chime in there? Yeah, I, I wanted to, to, to come in as the fact that the Rocky made a valid point. And, you know, when I was in the Senate, I tried my darndest to bring tackle football back. We were able to get tackle football mm-hmm. because, mm-hmm. you know, I played tackle football and I understand what it can do. You play with Cannoneer, man? You, you play with Cannoneer back in the day, man? Cannon. Yeah, had a, man. Cannoneer was, was a beast. <laughs> if, if we were in the state, right, if we were in the mainland, yeah. our team... Or in the mainland, ninety percent of us would have been a college. Student. Yeah, man, I hate it. I remember one, uh, the, the one year, the one year when I went to Central, which, by the way, has always uh, the public knows has been an academic disaster. Um, it had a it had a football player out of Saint Thomas named Cannon. He's a Cali Cannon for shot. I think he was a running back, right? Running back. What, look now, when he get the ball, my son, he's a run over man, and then run past them too, my son. He was he was Randall, nice. Randall Randall Cannon. Randall Cannon. He used Puerto Rico. Right. Oh, okay. Okay. Rosie Rose. Rosie Rose. Yeah. 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 And down in the mud, down in Humacao. <laughs> and every every time we go to Rosie Road, the rest of them just keep us. Randall Cannonier <laughs> get a kick off, right? And this stick in my head forever. He get a kick off in about five yards in the end zone and took off down the sideline. Wasn't even close to the sideline, right? And just went past everybody and scored. Yeah. You know, referee threw a flag and say step out of bounds. Step out of bounds, man. Step out of bounds. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. Why? Because he been in Puerto Rico. That's the reason because why. We get them there. We get them Rosie Road. Then Rosie Road. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With the people on the base. No. Rosie Road. And them. Can't get. Can't get. Can't get. Can't coming down there. Can't get. Can't get coming down there and embarrassing the children them down there, man. No, sir. No, no, man. He said the man step out of bounds. Step out of bounds. Yeah. We we gonna take a break. We come back. Ronnie, I want to respond to the resources necessary and recruiting of our young. Uh, potential young athletes as well. So the table talking is effect. Table talking effect. Be back right after this. Doom scrolling. Let's break that habit, folks. I'm Aisha Roscoe, host of Weekend Edition Sunday, where if you want to know what's going on in the world and why it matters, all you have to do is give your thumb a rest and perk up your ears. We've got the news, but we've also got curiosity, joy, and surprise. Tune in for Weekend Edition from NPR News. Weekend Edition, Sundays at 8 a.m. right here on WTJX-FM, your NPR station in the Virgin Islands.
Sometimes you need a moment to just step back, relax, and listen to your favorite song. I'm Raina Duris, and on the next World Cafe, maybe I can help you find something new to love, or maybe remind you of something you've been missing. There's so much music out there to enjoy, so take a moment, take a breath, and tune in to World Cafe. Weekdays at 10 p.m. on WTJX-FM 93.1. Saturday mornings, we're here for you with Weekend Edition. Two hours of news, interviews, new music, new books, rattling good stories, interesting people, challenging analysis, laughs, air shows, and donkey rides for the kids. So come along with us. Weekend Edition, Saturday mornings from NPR News. Weekend Edition, Saturdays at 8 a.m. on WTJX FM 93.1. With so much going on, it can be hard to keep up with who's doing what and why. I'm Aisha Roscoe, host of Weekend Edition Sunday, letting you know whether it's news from across the country and the world or a deep conversation about a novel, movie, or music, we got you. Grab your coffee or your earbuds and tune in to Weekend Edition from NPR News. Sundays at 8 a.m. right here on WTJX-FM, your NPR station in the Virgin Islands. Back here, analyze this table talk is in full effect. Uh, let me do a roll call here. Um, starting in St. Thomas, uh, alphabetically, we got uh, the majority leader of the 30th legislature, served three terms, aka the handle, the one and only Donald Douglas Cole. Good morning, Senator. How are you? Good morning, President. Please, <laughs> George Goodwin lives. And over at St. John, uh, the, the ranking member, eight term senator, twice. The Senate President, I believe the 21st and the 24th legislature, the one and only Armando Rocky Leibert, numero uno la papeleta. Buenos dias. Buenos dias, buenos dias. And um, I'm, today I'm traveling in, 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 in Rock City. Oh, you're in Rock City? So, you're, you're, you're in the capital? Yeah, I just came you're, over earlier. That's why you couldn't get me all here. You're in the capital, according to Doc School. Yeah, the capital, all as well. That's good. And then we got four-term senator out of the West, the one only uh, Ronnie Russell, Senate President of the 29th Legislature, uh, now hanging out on Cana Ridge on the north side over there by the beast. Uh, good morning, uh, Mr. President. How are you? Good morning, Neville, Rocky, Doc, and the wonderful audience. Good morning. Good. Ronnie, we Ronnie, live in paradise. Yes, we in paradise, yeah. To wrap up the um, first part of the conversation, Ronnie, I want you to, to, to put a bow tie on it as... Um, uh, uh, International Olympic Committee, not only member, but um, administ- uh, let me say, uh, administrator, governing, governing committee, right? On the governing committee? Yes. Um, yes. The, with the um, International Track and Field Federation. Uh, Rocky brings up a good point. Um, we can't just want for children to, to, um, to love sports. Sometimes we got to go in there and recruit them and give them some incentive. Yeah, you know, it takes coordination. <clears throat> if you go back to when I used to compete, there was coordination between the government housing parks and recreation 
the scholastic effort, and the Olympic Committee. The three have to work in tandem, and they have to. They, the schools have to have programs to develop the athletes. Recreation after school uh, programs finish. Your recreation takeover, and the Olympic Committee, you know, prepares athletes to travel to represent the Virgin Islands. The real, the three really need to work together, and we had a, a period of time where it did work very well. And we moved away from that. And then when uh, myself, Usi Richards, and other people became senators, we all tried to get, you know, a sports complex here in St. Croix. Usi was behind that, and I was fully supported it. And St. Thomas senators did it with, with, with the track, with different things. But it has not caught on in the community like how it used to be. And we need to have that Neville, Rocky, and Ducks because... Our community is suffering from a lack of involvement with the community effort to get these children channeled towards sports, music, and other activities instead of getting involved with crime. And that's what we need to do. We need to focus on that, get our children involved in particularly after-school activities and in-school activities. It might be karate for some it could be dance, it could be music, it could be a lot of things that would keep them involved and occupied with things that don't get them in trouble. So I really believe it needs a coordinated effort of the community, the government, and nonprofit organizations like the Olympic Committee, you know? So I really believe that. Well, well hopefully um, we'll hear something tonight um, from the chief executive uh, about um, continuing to you know, provide resources and facilities for our young people and adults as well um, to uh, exercise and, and participate in sports. And, uh, you know, we're, we're hoping to hear a very wrong, um, how you say, comprehensive uh, address uh, to the people of the Virgin Islands from uh, the government. Point, point, point of information, Mr. President. You, rec you, you recognize Mr. Handel? Uh, I don't know if you have seen the Kid Count uh, booklet. I remember you had them on your yeah yeah the, ki the kids count here with um with the with Diana Diana James and, Diana and James. yeah yeah and in the in that book right they're saying that the Virgin Islands basically based on the statistics is becoming a gerontological society. Uh, when you uh, look at the, the 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 statistics of young people, we are losing a lot of our young people, young children, and. You know, we looked at, we had the census, right? And the census said that we have large population. What has happened is based on their statistics, a lot of the children, since the hurricanes and, and, and those things have moved on to the United States. So that's an issue that I think we need to look at. And I think the legislature needs to look at the kids count book and look at the statistics that deals with young people. And how we are, we are, we 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 are going to put policies like we are talking and we're talking about sports to get these young children ready in terms of every activity that we have here in the territory and get them back. So that is that is critical. That kids come book and the statistics is is telling. Um, become a becoming gerontological um, gerontological society. Um, uh, Rocky and Rani and the audience. Partner gone six syllables and us only in the conversation. It's nine o'clock yet, don't know, Rocky. But partner coming with gerontological and all kind of thing, yeah. Um, so, so yeah. you, you, you know he. 
you know he, you know he feeling nice. Um, and, 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 and I like that. Uh, good looking out, uh, Doc's cool. Yeah, Rocky. Yeah. What 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 Doc's just brought up though is to me we talking about a for lack of a better word a facelift for the Virgin Islands. Mm-hmm. We we we, we got to look at who we are. Look at what's happening around us. Because what he's saying now about those kids, it goes further than that. Why are they going away? Why are they leaving? You know why they're leaving? They no place have to live. They can't afford it. Their parents don't have to go. So they, they go to try to make a life a little better. So in order for us to be able to do all those things, we got to make life better here. We got to find something to keep them here, keep all people here. Why are they going? They could buy a house in Florida. They could buy a house in in, in Georgia. Cheap on the air. That's what that means. We got to find a way to make it cheaper on the air. So if we want to do that, otherwise, what we what we're seeing is is a, a migration that is not going to stop tomorrow unless we find ways to keep our people in the territory, and that's a big picture. All what we talk about is fine, and that's that's part of the puzzle. But to me, we got to do a little bit more in housing, in in in, in, in work, in opportunities. I mean, you name it. It's so many other things we got to do to make it happen. That's that's my thing. Ronnie, Ronnie, crystallize that there for me, and then uh, let 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 we move on to some other very good topics here yeah, this well, morning. We should listen to the state of the territory because the state of the territory is supposed to give us a, a litmus test as to where things happen, when it happens, and where it will happen. And Rocky is right. But you know something? We go back We go back to the cars I live in, you know what I mean? And we're going back to the same issues, you know? Uh, the cars are living here with, with WAPA. The cars are living for food and everything. And white people moving off island why they don't have uh, activities for children to keep them occupied, you know. And so let's listen to the state of the territory because he is the elected leader of the territory. And let's hear what he has to say as to the state of the territory and what are important for this community to move forward. Rocky's right. Doc's right. We are right. But the thing is we need action, and we need action that could touch people's lives the majority of people living in here relying on this government. So you know what I mean? No, no, no. I, that, but that's the reason why we're analyzing this this morning. Like, <laughs> this, 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 this is a very important issue, and I like that. By the way, um, um, one of my one of my listeners, one of my partners, right, had me to know that um, uh, Bellows. Remember we mentioned Richard Berry? Yeah, uh, yeah. He, he, he dealt with Topa. He dealt with Topa now. Okay. Uh, okay. You know, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Topa Equities, you know. So, uh, you know, them and they actually, um, they were per- they had um, the the McInerney family, which owns Merchants Market, had had purchased Bellows International and a bevy of other companies from Anderson Holdings. Remember, Topa, uh, Topa was John Anderson, right, out of California, yeah. right? Uh, yeah, yeah. An- another family-owned group of private companies, according to a press release from Merchants Market owner Anderson Hold Anderson Holdings. And this is an article uh, in the source, February uh, 2022. So, uh, 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 Rocky, when you see Richard Berry, tell him check me, man. Something that he could talk a little bit. Uh, yeah, man, yeah, uh, yeah. And we could rap. He used to play, you know who he used to play against? Anson Croy. 
Um, they had a boy named Dante Galliberi. Okay. You, you know that name, Dante Galliberi, the doctor? Uh, yeah, he was a yeah. tennis player. Yeah, Richard Ashby and Raymond Buckley. You know, um, uh, uh, um, Ronnie, you know, until yeah. until an engineer, that's right, jo uh, Justin Buckley. Yeah, yeah Raymond. Exactly. Raymond, Raymond, yeah. Raymond could have been a professional tennis player. That's how nice he was. He played tennis and golf with the best of them. So the talent is here. You know, we just got to invest in our people and invest in our, uh, you know, our facilities. And, and we'll facilities. see the talent coming out. Yeah, right. We need the facilities. We need the facilities, because, man. Yeah. Yes, because you can't play on a tennis court that breaks down. And, 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 and I remember my first, my very first term, right? I was serving with Ronnie. And uh, we had reached out. Uh, what happened was um, USA Basketball, they had lost in the 2004 Olympics. Argentina, I believe, had won that year. And they were reconstituting the whole thing. I remember the Dream Team was a big money-making thing back in 1992, right? With Jordan and Bud and all that stuff. And they won... They won in 92, 96, and 2000. But when they lose in 2004, they realize, wait a minute, the rest of the world catching up. We got to actually turn our game up now because if we claim we're the best athletes in the world, basketball players, you know, we got to we got to look like it. Can't go to the Olympics and lose. So, <laughs> so yeah, yeah. So um, we were looking at um, the the different uh, Olympic constructed and and managed facilities. It is not just the main facility in Colorado Springs, right, Ronnie? They got one right. in they got one in California, they got one in Florida, they got one for uh, winter sports, I believe, in Michigan. So we were thinking here in the Virgin Islands is ideal because, like you mentioned, Ronnie, earlier, we're year round. You could train here right. year round, right? Yep. And and they broadened their their template in terms of the amount of sports. I believe cricket gonna be in the twenty twenty eight Olympics, right? Yep. In Los Angeles, right? So uh, our thinking was if sports like lacrosse and all that, where a lot of these universities, um, when when that deep freeze that come in around this time of the year and the athletes can't train, they used to come down here to train at UVI and our big field down here in St. Croix. So that year on, you know, weather and all that stuff, we got to use our attributes to our benefit, man. We can't continue to just be talking, talking, talking. Well, yeah. Neville, Neville, Rocky, and Ducks. Yeah. You you check out when Kansas City played at minus 20 degrees. Oh, man. Yeah, last week Saturday night, right? Last week Saturday yeah. night against Miami, right? You got yeah. you got a football team coming from 75 degrees to go and play a minus 25. How are they going to win? Huh? Exactly. Can't win. And there's the weather alone. Got them freezing. The, you know. Yeah, so the, the schools, the, the, the schools, the universities in the United States, are a good breeding gun for not only education but for sports. Mm -hmm. And we here in in the Virgin Islands, we need to capitalize on it, you know. And we have not so far. Johns, Hop um, Johns Hopkins ladies lacrosse team were training right down there at UVI, uh, exactly. 15, 20 years ago. We've had lacrosse tournaments as well. So, but I did speak with the commissioner about 10, 11 days ago, and lacrosse is something they're looking at. I believe that's an Olympic sport. If not this year, in 2028 as well. So yeah, uh, yeah coming in 2028, the nation that created lacrosse just to inter intervene, that the 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 nation the 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 Native Americans are concerned as to whether or not they're going to be invited to to be in lacrosse because they're not a, a country per se. But I wanted to say what happened to that 
property that we have spent almost thirty million dollars for down in the west. The the um down uh, well, well, where Mars Hill? Yes. No, down in the west, down down from Christian down Frederick said where they have carnival. Oh, Polly yes. Joseph. Yes. <laughs> oh gosh. Almost thirty million dollars. Oh, one of the concepts was to try to attract uh, a, a, a summer league or a, no, 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 no. multi-purpose, multi-purpose tennis, tennis, volleyball, all that good stuff, baseball, a whole, a whole complex. You're absolutely correct. Yeah, we don't, we don't, we don't spend, we don't spend almost thirty million dollars. But Rani, no, no, but, but let we have some fun, here, Rani. Then Rani, you from Western? No? Explain that one to us, here, man. Tell the audience what's yeah. going on, man. Huh? What, what the re the reality is that it's a blight because the the government and whatever you know organization in the government is responsible for that that has been a sore thumb in Frederick said when i i was with the said we tried to push it before that uh, senators were trying to push it senators still trying to push it and the money is like in a black hole. Yes. You're spending money and you ain't seeing no results. And the people in Fredericksburg are livid about the fact that, you know, this has been going on for a, a bunch of years and haven't seen any progress to finalize it. But Ronnie, but Ronnie, we, 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 got, we got into a break now. Don't forget down there also then in like a Gotano. So it kind of hard down there. That requires some special engineering. But hey, but guys, check this out. Check this out. We went take a break. And and the boss the boss will be joining the conversation in a little bit, uh, Tanya Singh. So are you be an your best behavior? Okay, don't let me go take out my belt to deal with that. Okay, okay. So we'll take a break and be back right after this. The views and opinions expressed on Analyze This are entirely those of the on-air participants and do not reflect those of the station's board, management, staff, or underwriters.